0: Welcome to the Meraki Musings podcast, where we discuss all things creativity. I am your host, Amy DeRosa. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining me on this first episode of Meraki Musings. I thought the best way to start this series of podcasts would be to introduce myself And let you know a little about me and why I'm putting my energy into making this podcast happen. So firstly, I have a bit of a confession to make. I am totally addicted to creativity. I can't get enough of it. I think about it day and night. I'm constantly thinking about what I can bring into the world next. That spark of inspiration is just so tantalizing to me. I love bringing those light bulb moments into physical reality, and I think that it's our superpower. You know, like there's all the the Marvel movie superheroes, and they've got all these amazing powers, and I think uh, our power is our creativity. Like if we just step back for a moment and really think about what it is to create something like we can have a thought and then we can bring that thought into physical reality it's nothing short of an absolute miracle and I think that we kind of take that for granted sometimes um that we have that incredible gift like if you look around yourself at the moment like wherever you are in this moment you'll see all of these things that are Uh, the consequences of someone having a thought and bringing that thought into physical manifestation. We live in this beautiful, collective, creative collaboration. And I think that we all have that capacity to create. I think it's an innate part of our being. And it's as much as part of us as the blood that's within our veins you know, and I, I really like to imagine a world where we all feel empowered to express ourselves creatively and bring those creations into manifestation. I really, I know, I know there's so many people out there in the world who have ideas, have those sparks of inspiration, but don't follow through. And I'm putting my hand up at the moment because I have definitely been one of those people. And I know how liberating it has been for me to take action uh, in my creative practice and see those creations come into being. And I want to go on a journey. Um, I mean, I've been on a journey, <laughs> and I'm continuing on on a journey of learning how to do that. But I really want to help empower and inspire other people to do the same. So yeah, that's that's a part of Uh, part of my mission statement for Meraki Musings, the podcast, is to spread some love and some creative inspiration into the world. Um, Yeah, because I really believe that it's a part of our purpose is to, you know, receive those sparks of inspiration and bring them into being. I think each of us is a node in like this divine web of creation and we evolve individually but also collectively by bringing those creations into being. So a little bit about you know my journey as a as a crea- creatrix. <laughs> so yeah there was definitely a time in my life um where I would feel this desire to create and I would start the project whether it was drawing or writing a song or a poem um anything you know I I would start it and then I would get to this point where I would be so overwhelmed by negative thought uh you know my internal world my internal voice was so cruel and harsh and critical. I would say things like, This is terrible. Why are you doing this? You can't create, you aren't good enough, blah, 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 blah. You know, it was absolute torture. And so I would give up. I would I would put my project down and um Yeah, and I know there are so many people out there who have experienced the same thing and would really resonate with what I'm talking about. I'm sure that we have all felt this way at some point in our lives where we wanted to start bringing something into the world but we were overwhelmed with doubt and um, in these like negative thought patterns and belief systems that are playing out for us. So at the time... um, I didn't really have the awareness to see that this was the thought pattern or behavior that was playing out for me. And so it would continue, you know, it was this cycle. I would get the creative buzz, I would start, I would get self-doubt and I would give up and so on. It would keep going. Um, and it really coincided to this kind of like pinnacle point in my life. So, um, yeah, looking back on it, I can really see that at this point, I was absolutely riddled with depression. I was miserable. So I just left a really toxic relationship. And I'd just come home to Australia from living in Berlin for a couple of years. And I felt completely empty and lost. I felt like I didn't feel like myself anymore. Um, so this was the tipping point. It was like, the ash before the phoenix was reborn you know um I was so desperate and I began to search for something more I knew that there had to be something more to life than what I was feeling at at that time so I spent a lot of that summer riding around the country town where I grew up um I would ride around at night on my bike just looking up at the at the stars and I was kind of longing for something else and I was also doing a lot of research into kind of like self-development and meditation and that kind of thing and and I started to feel alive again (laughs) started to feel joy and happiness and um one of the books that I came across and that I was reading was called uh Kundalini Rising and this is by a woman called Bonnie Greenwell Um, I absolutely love her work. She has done some incredible research in this field of kundalini uh, and the awakening process. Um, Yeah, so I read this book and it's got these stories of people and their journey of kind of awakening from uh, a purely unconscious state of being to a more aware state of being so that that continual growth of like bringing light to the places in their life where they uh, weren't aware of what was happening to them you know they're just kind of playing it out so yeah I read Bonnie's book um it made me feel at ease and I really resonated deeply with the people's stories um and it shone a light on something that I knew that was happening but I couldn't quite put my finger on it um yeah and I remember I was reading the book and I was on a bus and I sat down next to this guy and and I didn't have any shoes on at the time (laughs) I was in my gypsy uh bohemian mode and yeah so I sat barefoot down next to this guy and he said oh you noticed my book you know and he said oh kundalini rising hey and I said yeah you know just uh something that I'm curious about. And he said, Well, you wouldn't have picked it up if it hadn't begun. And then he just totally blew my mind, got off the bus and um and that was that. I felt like he was some kind of ascended master. Just kind of Yeah, I feel like sometimes strangers and people can come into your life and just give you these absolute like points of wisdom and they're just totally on their way. So I think it's good to be open and receptive to people, um, all people and all lessons, however they come. And this was one of the lessons just kind of coming to me and and pointing me in the right direction or just kind of saying, yes, you're going in the right direction. So, yeah, I I kept following that path of uh, exploring Kundalini and, and, you know, learning more about it. And that led me to... um, Uh, the Kundalini Yoga Studio and um, that that one was based in Sydney in the inner west of Sydney and I went along to my first class with a friend of mine uh, and I'd never experienced anything quite like it you know I was at first I was like wow this is a little bit weird you know the teachers all dressed in white and people are singing it's like a little bit (laughs) culty um but the, you know, I, I still participated and I did the breath and the movement and it was so powerful. Um, you know, and this woman who was teaching was just really empowered. She had an empowered grace about her. And I'll never forget that. I was, um, I just really felt this like natural high from the movement and the breath. And I was totally hooked after my first class. I, I started going once a week, um, and I could only just start with going once a week because my body couldn't handle anything more at the time. It was like I was starting to undergo this huge energetic shift and it was it was exhausting. I would do the class, I would go home and sleep. <laughs> um, but eventually my body started to become able to uh, do more of the classes, more of the practices throughout the week. and um, And alongside that I... I started to feel really different. I started to feel lighter. I started to have more awareness around my thoughts and my behaviors and my actions, and I felt compelled to start making big changes in my life to show up in a more authentic and honest way. And it was it was super challenging, um, but I couldn't bear to continue living in the old way, the way that I've always had always chosen to live. So, um, yeah, I mean, some of the ways that I had to show up that was challenging is like um, like a lot around sexuality. Like I had to confess to my boyfriend at the time that I was faking orgasms and, fuck, that was so hard. <laughs> so I was learning to be more honest with myself and more honest with other people more honest than I had ever been before and it was difficult and it was challenging but it was beautiful and it was rich and it was liberating me um you know I was starting to understand that the truth will set you free and I was getting it um so yeah doing this these practices of like connecting with my breath and my body and observing my mind was enriching my relationship with myself and the relationships around me Uh, and also my relationship with my creativity so that was really starting to shift a lot so um I decided uh, to do my kundalini yoga teacher training and I went ahead and did that. Um, And as part of the training, you have to complete uh, a 40-day sadhana. So sadhana is like a daily spiritual practice. Um, And this 40-day sadhana that I did is a... um, So yeah it, it this this one was for this one's called nabi kriya and it's for the solar plexus so the naval center and it's all about um willpower and vitality and strength and completing things which was something that i really had struggled with um as I said before, it was like this, I would get blocked in my creative practice where I'd have this idea, I'd get just get overwhelmed with doubt and negative thought patterns, and I would give up. So um, I mean, I didn't intend to do this. But on the very last day of my, but on the very last day of my 40 day practice, I was hanging my first ever solo exhibition so I had like a room full of completed paintings it was incredible um and and yeah that's why I wanted to share that with you because the change that I had experienced was amazing it had totally shifted that for me um yeah and I I continued on to learn a lot more um About kundalini yoga but it came to a point for me where I kind of felt like the there were parts of the practice um that felt a little bit dogmatic to me and I felt that I had to spread my wings and continue on um so whilst I'm very grateful for all of the lessons um that I learned from kundalini yoga I don't really um Teach it fully anymore. Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of went on to explore Kundalini dance and the Kundalini activation process. Um, yeah, I feel like I could do a whole other podcast going into a lot more depth around working with this energy. And I think perhaps in the future I'll do that. Um, but Yeah, in the meantime, I'll just mention that working with this energy allows you to um, connect to like it's that life force energy, that creative energy, and its natural state is one of flow. Um, And doing breath work, meditation and movement, so yoga practices, really help you to connect with that state of flow and anchor you into the present. I think that's what all of these um, different modalities have is anchoring you into the present and surrendering the mind. (laughs) And I think that's so beneficial for the creative practice. It has been for me. Um, It's so beneficial for tapping into your creative flow when you can let go of your mind and just allow your creativity um, to flow in and to access that um, it's been truly beneficial for me and that's why I'm so passionate and inspired to share what I've learned with other people with you guys um yeah so that's a bit about my story um, and my creative practice uh, and where I'm at and yeah so I kind of have this rule um, now to follow my creative my creativity wherever it wants to go like no matter what and it has led me to some pretty weird and wonderful places and one of those places is to this podcast um yeah recently i i started a course uh did an online course i mean i created the course called um creative flow and that was really awesome and uh you know, as I followed through with that, I felt like the idea was opening up to me further. And then it was like, okay, and now there's this podcast that goes with it. And I was like, wow, podcast, I've never done that before. (laughs) But sure, I'll follow that. Um, So here I am following my creativity wherever it tells me to go. Um, And I feel like it's a bit of a research project for me because I want to learn more about creativity, what it means to be a creative person, what the creative process looks like, feels like, smells like, tastes like and sounds like to other people, what are the challenges and the breakthroughs and the wins and the fails. Um, yeah, I, I want to learn from other creative people and and I want to share learnings and from with other creative people too with the listeners so one part in particular that I'm really want to explore is creative flow states this is something that uh, just kind of accidentally started happening to me so when I would be painting um, and you may have experienced this for yourself I would be painting and like time would just disappear and I would be working on this project for like hours and hours and I would forget to eat food and I would just feel totally at one with what I was creating and it was like the painting started telling me what was happening what the story was and I was just like a conduit I was just completely allowing it there wasn't any thought um any critical thought there was just being there was just presence and Uh, it was amazing. It's such an amazing feeling being in a flow state. And so I started chatting with other creative people about flow states and and what brought them into a flow state and if they had experienced one. And and then I started researching more and I came across Stephen Kotler's book, uh, The Rise of Superman, which I highly recommend. Um, Yeah, so that book is about uh all these athletes around the world and like extreme sports people getting into flow states and like expanding and pushing on the boundaries of what is thought to be humanly possible. Um yeah and I, I just I'm so fascinated by that and I, I wanted to learn more about uh creative flow states. So you know is there a recipe for accessing creative flow states? Um, Does everyone get into it it in the same way or a different way? How do we get into group flow states? What's the purpose of a flow state? Are we closer to spirit, to God? Is it just neurochemistry? Is it part of our evolution? Um, Yeah, so these are just some of the questions that I'm looking to explore and learn the answers to. And, yeah, so I I hope that you'll join me on this adventure of creativity, this of Yeah, this adventure of creative exploration. So I'm sure that we're going to meet uh, plenty of amazing people and characters along the way. I've got a few awesome people within my own community that I'm excited to chat to and I know that we are going to hear some epic stories. Um, Yeah, and a big part of this for me is like building a community of powerhouse creatives that feel inspired and empowered to um, work with their super superpower of creativity and see their light bulb moments come into manifestation. So I love the sense of uh, bringing people together and celebrating one another, celebrating our gifts and our ideas. There's such a richness and a potency in collaboration and human connection and and I want to help to build a community of um, people that feel inspired to embrace their own creative expression. So yeah, yeah, I, I I imagine that world where everyone feels empowered to express their creativity, and that's that's what I want to do. And I think it's part of our evolution. So I hope that this podcast brings you inspiration and plenty of tools and techniques and tips and insights and new perspectives and food for thought um so that you may grow and rock your creativity that's what I really want to see so thanks so much for joining me for the first episode and um coming along on this on this ride with me I'm sure uh, I'll grow and become a better podcaster and learn plenty along the way so thanks so much it's an absolute pleasure to have you here and enjoy your day bye